let me hear it. it money money talks your trusted resource for your money your your, your, your future your life chicken We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jarrett McKenzie and Clay Norman. And uh, guys, I think Kelly Lynn is going to make y'all work this time. Ooh, she's going to crack that whip on us. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, again. Exactly. <laughs> that, that whip is well worn. Kelly Lynn, okay. put them to work. All right. Again, got this email from uh, Cheryl and Gary this week. They said, get this college grad off my couch. Wow. Um, so I, I'm like, I got to read this one. Um, that, that's your kid. Yeah. Well, they were looking. I Who's mean, they, taking responsibility here. Mm-hmm. Well, they okay. So they're like mid fifties, and they were looking forward to the empty nest. Yeah. You know, they were looking forward to this. Um, their 23 year old college grad moved back home and is still finding his purpose. Uh, in the 15 months he's been home, he's had five different jobs. Um, his, five. You know, only five. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> she says that his jobs have been corporate, like he's in project management consulting, but, you know, companies don't align with his values mm. or something like that. Sounds and, very mm. Generation Z. Yeah. So, but, you know, she's like, he's never bothered with his 401ks. You know, he <laughs> certainly doesn't have an IRA, no long term goals for his money, and wow. is completely happy to live at home, even if we make him pay rent. Wow. So, yeah. um, and here's her kicker. This is uh, Cheryl's kicker. He just bought an overpriced car, and I'm furious, but him and his father are geeking out over the car. <laughs> Sounds so. like they're not charging him enough rent. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, you know, like, he said oh. he didn't mind the rent. <laughs> oh, he would mind uh, at they, a certain level. I was yeah, going to say, they need, they need market rate rent. <laughs> exactly. So. Yep. Yeah, I think you got to do a little something to try to nudge him out the door, you know, make him start to feel responsible for his own finances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think sometimes it's good for your kid to struggle a little bit with some of that because it that's how you grow. That's how you decide, okay, maybe I can't quit my job now because I've got bills to pay. Yeah. Um, or at least not until you've got one lined up um, or another job that is. But, right. um, you know, some things that I think um, would be good for their son, you know, start to build an emergency fund. Um, once he does finally get a job, so he's got something to fall back on if mm-hmm. for some reason he does lose that job or have to step away again. Um, and to start saving for retirement, too. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I feel like at 23, these are some of your more impactful years. Absolutely. You know? yeah. It yeah. really does matter. The sooner you start, the more impact it has Absolutely. because of the compounding of interest. Sure. Yeah. You saving 5000 at 23 is a lot different than saving it at 50. No know? doubt. Um, no doubt. Yeah, fifty. It wouldn't scratch the surface hardly. Exactly. You're gonna you're gonna end up at sixty five with not a whole lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but if you start at twenty three, by the time you're sixty five, forty years, forty two years of compounding of interest makes a huge yeah. difference. Huge. It's like with anything else. I think you know you give kids incentives to do things, you know, and things that would incentivize them, obviously, stuff that they're interested in. But even like with, with mine, it's like, look, at, yeah, you don't have to worry about paying that car insurance this month if you're going to put money into a Roth or something. If you're going to save, I'll help you with that. If you're not going to save, if you're not going to be responsible with your money, then it's on you. You know, it's just like... Maybe you, that's what you predicate the rent off of. Right. right. We'll make it. So 
this much minus however much you've saved. Yeah. Exactly. So in this doing the research after reading this scenario, I found 41% of parents are currently allowing their adult children to live with them. And 41%? Yes. And this wow. is current this year, 2023. On top of that, 50 or 75% of parents with boomerang kids, the ones that come back home, are not discussing money management at all. Oof. And I really think that's at the root of this problem yes. because yeah. that that seems to be a very generational thing for one. Uh, you know, it, it's becoming more common, at least from what I'm seeing with uh, younger parents that are starting to do this more. Like I personally, I try to do that as much as possible. I don't really see any benefit in trying to be secretive about money or not being open about it, at least with my mm-hmm. kids so that they understand. You know, we went on a vacation recently. I was very open with them about how much it cost us so that they see how much something like that really does cost in today's world. And they don't have this distorted view of reality once they are getting out of the house. But are you also giving them the, this is how much you're going to make? Because, I mean, I, I, you could tell me that like, oh yeah, this, this vacation costs, you mm-hmm. know, 10 grand because mm-hmm. there's five of us right. or seven, yeah. I yeah. guess you yeah. got seven. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, that was a made up number, folks. Um, <laughs> no, she's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know that like that was, you know. Well, like with my son, he's 17 and, and he works a know, job and he's, you know, it's not much more than minimum wage. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that and was, that's kind of like, you know, two years worth of work. Oh yeah. And that's what I'm saying. He, when, when we, when we told him the number, you could see it, put it in perspective for him. Like, wow, if I had to pay for that, that's that's like a whole year's worth of what mm-hmm. I, or, or two years, like you said. I mean, it's so. Oh, yeah, because he's got to pay for gas to get to and from that job. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> it's important to me for them to at least have that perspective and, and really see it for what it is instead of because it's, it's very easy to let your kids live in a bubble, right? You, you want to you're used to coddling them as children, you know, young children and mm-hmm. then they get older and uh, they don't really have, especially if they don't have any incentive to get out of the house. But even when they do, they get hit with this dose of reality. And it's like, wow, now now I want to move back in because I see how easy I had it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it's like <laughs> even when, you know, when my son's asking me, hey, can you pick me up some shampoo or deodorant or something? Like, yeah, I will. But, you know, understand this is how much it costs, and I'm not doing that forever, just so that he's got that in his mind. Again, if you don't discuss money with your children, I think that you're just setting them up for failure when they get out of the house because yeah. there's no way they can anticipate how much it costs to live in today's world. I mean, really. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I would bet that uh, Cheryl and Gary would agree with you that, you know, 23 years old is way too late to try to uh, educate someone on mm-hmm. how how economics work right. uh, and I mean, budgeting if, and you know, everything If he's else. in consulting and project management, I mean, he's, he's got some sort yeah. of, you know, finance. You would think education just not that personal finance right yeah. well and he doesn't have the incentive either like i say you if you don't give kids incentive in my opinion mm-hmm then they're going to stay comfortable because they, to some degree, know how good they have it, especially if they've tried to get out on their own yeah, yeah. and they've come back. You know, I mean, so they, they they need that incentive. They need that push. And it doesn't need to be too aggressive or, or too conservative. I think you set it up correctly. You know, it, it can be done, like you said, Clay, giving them a nudge, nudge them on right. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, well, doesn't, that doesn't mean don't help them out when they absolutely need right, it. Right. You, you can help, but yeah. I mean, how much help is not helping anymore? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, think, what you're really trying to do is is develop uh, an adult. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, let them I, be independent. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's I think it should be a graduated thing. It's kind of like you go to work for a broker dealer or something. You've got a certain amount of time to get your license. First year you got a larger salary. The next year that drops yeah. down. The next year that drops down, and you set that up from the beginning so that they know, hey, there's a timeline here. Yeah, and I'm you gonna, can do that with rent, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, you know, or utilities yeah. in the house. I yeah. mean, make them at least mm-hmm. pull the weight. Every year that's going to get more expensive. I'm saying yeah. just yeah. give him the cable bill. I or, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that right there is going to wipe out. <laughs> yep. Or even if you tell them too, you know, a year from now you're moving out so you you need to figure out between mm. now and then mm-hmm. yeah, how exactly to get how this job works. and get ready and yeah. Oh, yeah maybe even save a little money for down payment right. on a place or whatever but what else what else do they need to be teaching him about like i mean aside from the that motivation like sure. you said the emergency fund right and saving for retirement but also mm-hmm. um starting to build your credit score too mm-hmm. for when you try to get that place like troy just mentioned um and if you don't have a credit card i guess go ahead and get one so yep. you can start that process because and then you need to learn about the bad side of right. compounding interest yeah, yeah. yeah. and you right. need to you need to be smart about that too I, i'm not saying get a credit card and then just act like you've got more money to spend now you know you yeah. pay that off every month use it wisely but just do well, something you say credit card and you're you're talking about the highest Right. interest rate that's that's available in the market basically is going to be on a credit card so Absolutely. that could that could cover a couple of things as you said you know managing this debt right making right. sure that it doesn't overwhelm you sure and if you have high interest debt from a credit card that would also be something go ahead and pay that off as soon as you can as well right um yeah, if if the credit card's already in place, yeah, if you've already got one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but to. speaking of credit cards, they that's something else you teach them is using those responsibly is very good money management, yeah, uh, strategies or habits because if you don't build your credit up, then you might have a good credit score. But if you have no credit, I can tell you personally from after I graduated college and had saved for everything that I always needed all my life, I had a really hard time starting out because I couldn't yeah. get. I had credit. a good credit score. Yeah. I didn't have any credit though. Yeah. Right. So you got to help them build that too. That's and I've, okay. I've had a credit card for like ten years now, and I still get dinged for not having credit long enough. And yeah. like, there's nothing I could have done. Mm-hmm. I got one at seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to start early. Yeah, there exactly. No doubt. All right, Kelly Lynn, where are we going to go from here? Well, we're going to uh, probably hit our question mailbag. All right, uh, we've got a lot of stuff uh, running in there. I don't have one teed up. We'll talk about that off air, and we'll surprise our listeners when we get back. Surprise! Oh, there you go. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. This has been a production of Hensler Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.